0: Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Thank you for tuning in. This is Reverend Corin Mitchell. And today's message is entitled God is Still on the Throne and He is able. Um we're coming from the book of Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 which reads fear not for I am with you be not dismayed for I am your God I will strengthen you yes I will help you I will with I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Amen. Amen. How many of you know that God is still on a throne and he is able? Question for you to think about. Reflect on this. What do you do when life throws you a curveball? or deals you a bad hand? What do you do when doors are closed in your face, leaving you with nowhere to run and nowhere to hide? You can't find the answers. You don't have a clue. You have no one to call and no one to give you a lifeline. What do you do? Now, we've all heard somewhere before that God will never leave us or forsake us. Probably heard a thousand times to be strong and be of good courage. Someone even probably told you to wait on the Lord. But in the midst of your storm, in this particular storm you're going through right now, it seems easier said than done. So you look for God in a hymn on the radio station, on the television, through a friend. You start fasting and praying and crying out to God, but the storms of life are still raging. What do you do? Well, I've come to encourage you on today that even in your deepest, darkest dilemma, in your midnight hour, you've got to fear not because God is with you. God is still on the throne and he is able, my Lord. The Israelites were favored by God. And just like us, they experienced seasons of change. Although they were on assignment, the world around them was constantly changing. This world in which we live is also changing. And it's no surprise that the things of the past are not the things of now. Things are not the same as they were back in the day. Some things have changed for the better, some for the worst. We've gone from horse and buggy to electric and hybrid vehicles, from landlines to cell phones, transition from typewriter to computer, from tent services to mega churches. Hello. We've adopted the mentality of if you don't like it, buy it. We've got identity theft now and identity crisis all happening at the same time. We step outside, we're not even sure if we're gonna make it home safely or make it home at all. People of God, we are living. In perilous times, the devil is in full swing. He always has, always will be, because that's what he does. He's on the prowl, and if we ever needed the Lord before, we sure do need Him now. In the midst of all the turmoil, in the midst of the anxiety, the frustration, the confusion, the restlessness, I'm here to tell you and encourage you on today that God is still on the throne, and yes, God is able. When all else around you is changing, it's imperative to remain deeply rooted and grounded in the word of God. Don't just skip through it. You've got to be grounded and you've got to have deep roots in this thing. You've got to be in your word. You've got to be in prayer. You've got to be in constant communication with God. When the Israelites reached the promised land, They were commanded by God to drive out the inhabitants of that land and refrain from making any covenant with them. God had already led the Israelites victoriously through many battles, but as time progressed, they began mixing and marrying and worshiping false items today. What makes us different? We face many challenges that are similar to those faced by the Israelites back then. Modern day society has its own share of idols. Let's be real. Whatever you give most of your time to, whatever commands most of your attention, whatever you become obsessed with could very well become or be your idol. It could be money, public figures, talk about it, fashion trends, cars, significant others. Those people, places, or things that you're giving your time to the most could potentially become the primary focus in your life. And we have to be careful not to take our eyes off God. Okay, saints, we've got to be careful. We've got to be diligent that while spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, we do not build and harbor close relationships with those who do not have a love of God and love for God or genuinely love God. Let's put it that way. Whatever stands in the way of your relationship with God, you need to really focus and think about that. Should that be a relationship? I'm deeply Committed to and deeply engaged with, especially our friendships that could lead us down to a path of spiritual ruin. What in the world is going on? If we're not leading people to Christ, what is the purpose of this relationship? If it's pulling you down, we are in the world, but the word tells us we are not to be of the world. Hebrews 13 verse 8 comes to mind because it reminds us that Jesus the Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Uh, Pretty much God doesn't change. Your financial status may change. Your geographical location may change. Your family members may change. Your friends may change. We can even change our hair color. But one thing and one person that will never change is God and the love he has for us. But what I love about God is that while he doesn't change, he does have the power to change. Ha! He can change your situation He can build a bridge over troubled waters for you, make a way out of no way. He is a burden bearer, a problem sharer, but our God does not change. He is still on the throne. He's still in the blessing business and what God is able. So check this out. It seems far more often than not saints that we, we stand to merely believe and trust God for the things that We want and the things that he can do for us. But I want to challenge you on today. God is not a magic lamp or something that we can rub in the name of Jesus. And he will just produce all of these tangible things for us. Stop reducing God's power to cars and houses, clothes and assets. If God promised you something eternal, He's going to deliver on that. We've got to wait until the promises of God come to pass. He will bring it to pass, but we've got to persevere in faith. We've got to have some sort of endurance. We've got to stop being microwave people and microwave Christians and and microwave believers. Where we press a button and, and say one prayer to God and bam, zam, zap, here it is. What happened to the days of trusting God no matter what? And digging deep into our souls and, and just increasing our faith and increasing our capacity for God. What happened to having patience and, and real endurance? We want a blessing, but we don't want the lesson. We want a quick re- resolution and, and we want a promise that's intended for us to mature and grow. But we want to skip and bypass the, the challenge and, and the whole growth process. No, that's where the growth comes from. God wants us to grow and, and we just want to go. Saints, we can't be right now Christians. We are serving an eternal God. And the truth is, we don't know how long it's going to take for certain things to come to pass. My Lord, everyone wants the anointing, but no one wants to go through the trial and the tests. We all want to shine bright like a diamond. I love my sister, Rihanna. But are you willing, people of God, to go through the fire Because I'm going to tell you something. This is something I've learned. It's something that I have experienced. Your anointing may very well be connected to your brokenness. Sometimes in order for God to use you for his glory, you have got to be broken. God is going to break you. And sometimes you're not broken enough. He's going to come and break you again and come back and break you some more and break you some more. When God breaks us down, the more pieces he has to rebuild, the better we are. Than we were before, the better we become. You may feel like giving up. You may feel so broken. You may feel like you want to throw in the towel, but I'm telling you one thing. I'm sure I'm not the only one with this testimony. How many times have I thrown in a towel and God threw it right back to me and says, no, I still need you on this assignment. I have set you apart for such a time as this. How many times has that happened in your life? So you know that we serve an awesome and Almighty God who just when we feel like we're at that breaking point, that is the point of the breakthrough. My God. When you feel like you don't have enough strength to hold on any longer, God steps in right on time. I don't know how he does it. He does it because he is God. He's always been God. He always will be God. So this may very well be Your turnaround season, my Lord. This is your moment of breakthrough. And I want you to claim victory in that. Claim victory over your deliverance. Claim victory over your healing. Claim victory. Start leaning on Jesus and start rejoicing while you're going through it. While you're waiting for that door to open. While you're waiting for that window to open. If you're in the hallway, praise him right there. I challenge you. Wherever you are listening to this message, start praising God right now. Don't wait for it to come to pass. Start praising right now. God is still on the throne. God is still in the blessing business. And God is able. My Lord, I want to thank you so much to tuning in today. I love you all with the love of my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Until next time, I want to encourage you like the word says, to fear not for God is with you. He is strengthening you, helping you, and upholding you with his righteous right hand for such a time as this. Bless the Lord. Amen.